0: Welcome to the Small Business Wake-Up Call, the twice-weekly podcast that will open your eyes to the kinds of insights you can use to better run your business. Come have your morning Joe with hosts Lonnie Shambi and Stan Simpkins, who have the right recipes and ingredients to easily help you cook up a storm for even your toughest competitor. No lectures, no wasting your time telling you how smart they are, and no bullshit. The Small Business Wake-Up Call is going to make you think, laugh, and help you recognize how much money you've been leaving on the table with advice that'll help you improve your quality of life. Lonnie and Stan are small business veterans who will share their individual war stories and experiences, not only from their own businesses, but also from guiding hundreds of other small business owners in over 100 industries. Head on over to sbvirtualroundtables.com where you can connect with Lonnie and Stan and save yourself some headaches. Grab that second cup of joe, or maybe something a bit stronger, and let's see what's on the menu for today. Welcome to the Small Business Wake-Up Call, and here are your hosts, with cups in hand, Lonnie Shambi and Stan Simpkins.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Small Business Wake-Up Call. On behalf of myself, Stan Simpkins, my good friend and partner, Lonnie Shambi, season greetings. And keeping with the holiday season, we've got our first guest, who's very timely for the season and related to a very famous person that everyone wants to know. Now, you may know Fred Claus from the 2007 movie Bad Santa, and he's a known brother. But we've got the unknown brother today of Santa Claus, who's also known as Chris Kringle. Let's give a rousing ho, ho, ho to Mr. Carl Kringle. So good morning, Mr. Kringle. Do you mind if we call you Carl?
2: You can call me whatever you want, but just don't call me Sando because people confuse me with my brother all the time. Although, I will say, my beard is much nicer than his. Well, Carl, we're delighted
3: to have someone with your pedigree and connection to your famous brother here on our podcast. And we must share with our audience how your appearance came to be. It seems that among the several emails from our listeners, your message wasn't a particular question, but rather you wanted to share some thoughts about our previous podcast topics, and ask for the opportunity to do that. So are you going to be naughty or nice with us?
2: Lonnie, don't start with the goofy stuff, all right? Look, if you knew how naughty my brother has been in our business, you wouldn't be sitting on his lap sucking up for a free gift.
1: Wow. <laughs> this is going to be a good session, Lonnie, I can tell. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. So Carl, I like ask I ask you a question?
1: <laughs> I'd like to learn more about your business with you and your brother. So keep on going. Don't stop.
2: Well, you already know that we have a global delivery service that's integrated with a toy manufacturing operation. We're still a first-generation business because my brother and I, well, quite frankly, we're immortal. Just like many business owners, think and act. But people think he's just a cheery, happy-go-lucky, Mr. Do-Good guy. Well, I love him, but you know what? He could be a real, really royal pain in the ass. And if that weren't enough, You should see the crap I got to deal with when it comes to his team of workers. But that's not even the half of it. That's why I want to be on your podcast
3: show here. Wait a minute. Whoa. Before you go too much further, Carl, you need to keep in mind this show is rated explicit, but not confidential. So just remember that you're talking publicly about a popular family member
2: in your business and with the population at large. Me and my brother, we love each other. Let's just make something clear. And I'm not putting all the blame on him. Although you see what his wife does. (sighs) Anyway, you might come to appreciate the victim that I am at being stuck in this family business. And P.S. We do trillions of dollars of business globally. Heck, even large private companies like candy company Mars and many other public companies are still family-controlled. So, shit, I don't doubt that what I'm going to tell you is not really the shoot that fits on every of one of your business owners' foots here. But you know what? Let me tell you something. Most of your listeners who are small business owners will definitely be able to sympathize with me. So, wait till you hear my story later. I'll tell you later about a huge publicly traded online shopping website who approached us to buy us out. Then you'll appreciate why. I want to get a board of directors set up. Whew.
1: Wow, Lonnie. <laughs> All right. Since I invited Carl as our guest, I guess I'm the one who opened up the Pandora. Another Pandora's box from Santa. Another Pandora's box. <laughs> oh, you my God. Full of boxes here. So let's get on with the show. I'd like to ask our listeners, however, to turn off this episode. If they're unable to keep an oath of silence, this is important to not tell Santa Claus this upcoming Christmas about what they're hearing today from Carl. So, Carl, please continue with what's on your mind, please.
2: Well, I listened to all your podcast episodes to date, about 20 of them. And I have to tell you that it sounded like you guys were watching me and my brother, along with his wife, Mrs. Claus, and our employees, including that damn team of moody reindeer and that prima donna elves. We could probably make a fortune on a reality TV show if we just did it about them. Sometimes I wish I had started my own business, by just by myself.
3: Stan, I knew we were hoping to attract some influential listeners. And I think we hit pay dirt with Carl. For sure. Please continue. Mm
2: -hmm. So there's probably about 80 or 20 episodes, which I'd love to hear your ideas on how I can address them with my brother. It sounds like we'll be stuck with each other for the next few millennials, so I could really use your- Yeah, like me
1: and Lonnie, I can relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) So let me stop you there, Carl, if I might, you know, because- we don't really intend to use the show as a consulting platform, nor could we even begin to try to solve all the issues that you raised in this short time, for sure. However, I know there's a large audience of listeners out there who probably could help you. So in the spirit of Christmas, we invite you, our listeners, to send your feedback in the form of questions or suggestions, and we'll forward them to Carl and Chris. Who knows, they might even leave you a gift next year, if not this year. So just pop us a note at info at sbvirtualroundtables.com. So continue, please, Carl.
2: My first issue is my brother. He's a good guy, and he sure knows know how to handle that sleigh and does have a way with kids. Nothing creepy like that. But when it comes to listening to my ideas, I might as well talk to the wall. Just because we agreed that he'd be the face of our company, he thinks that implies that he has 100% of the business judgment between us. Now, I'm only two years younger than he is, so you'd think, That I was his baby brother based upon his tone with me and how he he reacts to any of the changes I propose. Heck, we'd be making a killing if he had listened to me about buying up delivery fleets and getting into drones over five years before the pandemic hit. Now, who said we have to be a one-night-per-year business? Talk about seasonality. We have it worse than moving companies during their limited seasonal downtimes. Carl, that's really
3: interesting. But before we hear more, let's try to address how you guys operate. How are decisions made there? Especially because I suspect there's more to your dynamics with Chris, Santa, your brother.
1: (laughs) Well, not so fast, Lonnie. Not so fast. Let me ask Carl one question. Hey, Carl. Have you ever discussed any of this with your brother? Hell yeah.
2: I brought it up 20 years ago. And then five years ago, he just shook his head and said, later... I'm too busy right now, so definitely did that. Well,
3: okay. Let's hold off and listen to all the issues, Stan, because we both know that many times the symptoms are not the issue. Many symptoms can be resolved based upon addressing one common root
1: cause. I don't know, Lonnie. I'm doing all I can to be restrained here. I'm just dying to go in and swoop in and offer some insights if I could. But all right, go ahead. I'm going to have to hose him down, Carl. So go ahead, carry on. It's the helper in me. Go ahead. Mr. Carl Kringle, please do your thing.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, so in podcast one, it's the one that really kind of got me hooked on you guys. You talked about mindset. Well, let me tell you something. I feel trapped in this business because my brother treats me the way he treated me when we were kids growing up. Sure, he put on his smile, and but it quickly disappeared once you didn't agree with him. Now, I consider myself open-minded and really not egocentric. Yet, my brother's wife told me that I should be grateful for my brother's efforts and contributions to the business. And can you believe this? She said he deserved a raise and should be making more than me because he's the, he's the global publicity of all this stuff. <sighs> okay, I'll, I'll calm down. You too. Anyway, while that might be true, he still rejects my recommendation to trademark our brand and color combo meme. I'm telling him we could make it be killing off of the stockings alone that others are just just knocking it off. They're just knocking them off. He doesn't listen to me.
3: Carl, you don't lack marketing ideas, and I might have to hose both of you down now. Let's hear your other issues. Let's try to get everything out on
1: the table. (laughs) You mean there's more? (laughs) Here's
2: another example that makes me so frustrated. You talk about things slipping through the cracks. Well, my brother, believe it or not, is a big picture guy. And he's a personality unto himself. But nobody sees all that I go through to make sure his promises are kept. I'm the one picking up the pieces and dealing with crying children whose presence got all screwed up. It isn't easy competing against the post office and all the other delivery services. The competition has just gotten nuts. We've got chalkboards, chalkboards, and they have integrated computer systems. Why? Because Chris says, we're more personalized and have done it this way for nearly 500 years. Well, then there's other issues you talked about, about rating in the walking dead amongst your team. No doubt. You know Rudolph, Vixen, Dancer, Prancer, all those other five reindeers? Yeah, you probably think they're all cute and cuddly. Well, you should know what a prima donna Chris has let the reindeers become,
4: particularly
2: Rudolph. Sure, he knows he leads the pack, but now he's pushing hard for a piece of the equity. He threatens to take the team elsewhere. He's even said that a big online retailer, I'll give you a hint, it's also named after a river, has approached him to join their delivery team. Those reindeer can't thank us enough that they're not hanging on some hunter's wall. Damn ingrates. I can't count the number of times I've caught some of them just walking around with their hooves in their pockets as if they were on vacation or something, just touring the area.
1: Wow, Carl. <laughs> you've been amazingly kind. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I can't thank you enough. This has been... <laughs> The best interaction that we've ever had go ahead and my head is spinning i feel like it's going around okay but we thank you for sure for your time and thanks for sharing your perspective of what makes you feel trapped in your business but i've got some thoughts and i want to share that after a short message
4: as a small business owner you face many challenges you're not alone what can be even more stressful is not having someone to talk to who doesn't have their own agenda what if you could talk in depth and confidentially to other small business owners like you on a periodic basis. Folks facing the same challenges or who have solved the same problems. The Small Business Virtual Roundtables is the answer for you. Small Business Virtual Roundtables are held monthly for 90 minutes. Membership in each roundtable is limited to 15 people, providing ample time for each member to have their issue addressed by their fellow members. These peer advisory groups are formed to avoid competitive concerns, while taking into consideration company size and characteristics that closely match your own business. Need more attention? There is a complimentary 30-minute one-on-one session with the facilitators during the month to seek additional feedback. Monthly membership fees to the Small Business Virtual Roundtables are less than the cost of an hour with your attorney, and this is all done without ever leaving your office or home. Just the time savings of avoiding needless driving is worth the cost. New groups of the Small Business Virtual Roundtables are now being formed on a first-come, first-served basis. Ready to sign up? Head to sbvirtualroundtables.com to receive a complimentary invitation to attend up to three meetings. Again, that's sbvirtualroundtables.com. With Small Business Virtual Roundtables, there's no need
1: to go it alone. And now, back to Lonnie and Stan. Welcome back, everyone. Carl, I can see you. So many sources of frustration. Unbelievable. Would you like us to begin addressing these issues or perhaps maybe invite feedback from our listeners?
2: I haven't even gotten started. Let me tell you something. You talked about management structure and leadership style one of those podcasts of yours. On the org chart, it says, I'm the CEO and my brother is vice president of operations. Sure, it looks good on paper, but that's about where it ends. And you could... Look at his leadership style. He looks like Napoleon Bonaparte with a goodwill basket under his arms. He looks like your buddy and all that, but that benevolent style ends at the entrance. Let me tell you something. You don't believe me? Ask the elves. Most are decent workers, but it doesn't take long to see who his favorites are, and some of those elves would be better suited as damn lawn ornaments.
3: (laughs) Wow. It sounds like... A lot of your concerns are about the people aspect and sprinkled with leadership and family dynamics. Whoa.
2: Do you actually get paid for that brilliant observation? (laughs) Like I said, I'm just getting started. Now, it's not just about people. How about we talk about the numbers, okay? Let's just talk about that. Do you know I'm a seasoned accountant? I'm built to trust the numbers. Chris, he loves working from the gut. And though- Terrible at doing math in his head, he makes big decisions without doing the computations and analysis. I think you guys talked about that on one of your episodes. I know I've heard this before. So call me a bean counter if you want, but that's the stuff that has kept us afloat all these years. It's not like we have an unending stream of cash unless you can assure me that the world will continue to be as generous as it has been. <laughs> And even then, look at the logistical challenges we faced that we didn't before the pandemic. Can anyone in here say supply chain issues? Can we?
3: I don't know what our listeners are thinking, but I had a big headache already. Yeah, I mean, Worse, this list. sounds like it could be superimposed onto clients that we've worked with, the two of us, and we'd only have to change the names. For sure. Is it time for us to begin addressing your issues, Carl?
2: Yeah, and just a minute. Let me get the big one out because I've been trying to be civil and not bad about my brother. Like I know he's done with others about me. And can you believe he calls me a whiner? <sighs> Says that I've been jealous and that I tried to upstage him. Okay, maybe I did as a kid, but trying to get my mom's attention, he was the favorite. Anyway, but I've grown out of that. But in my pursuit to grow personally... I'm willing to take a hard look at an issue that may not be applicable to us, but what the heck. Let's just go all the way, okay? There was this stuff you talked about, about drama among family members, okay, in one of your podcasts. I don't see drama as our issue, but rather a lack of an independent sounding board, perhaps just to work with us through areas of conflict and disagreement. We're mature adults. I don't think we need to have sibling issues as much as simple lack of structure. It's all we need. I think we should hire a bunch of those retiring business owners who are for hire somewhere and to serve as a board of advisors, even a board of directors. And that might be money well spent. And I know I'm an accountant. So, worst case, we could fire them. My brother suggests we meet with a family counselor, but that's for people who are really screwed up in the head. That's not for us. Plus, our issues are business dynamics, nothing to do with growing up as a kid.
1: Okay, Carl. <laughs> uh, anybody get an aspirin? <laughs> so well, we've we got, got, got about five What do we do with this one? <laughs> Who opened up this Pandora's box? Anybody? But listen, what can I tell you? We've got the man with us today. Absolutely. So we've got about five minutes remaining, and Solani and I are going to try to give you the best advice we can, Carl a short amount that we've got, but I first want to say that you're not alone, really, all well, kidding aside. I'll bet that our listeners, some of whom are part of one of our maybe peer advisory groups, who would be available to help patiently walk you through the process of identifying and perhaps separating the symptoms from root causes. As well, they'll provide you with a safe mirror, somewhere you can reflect on, in which to look at the parts you play, not the we're blaming you in causing and hopefully successfully addressing all the issues described. We can't promise you won't squirm at times, Carl. You'll not be made to feel blamed, shamed, or guilty. Rather, they'll be supportive, though candid, and help you discover perhaps more through the questions they pose, but also from the sage advice based upon having walked in your shoes. That's just the way it is.
3: I can say an amen to that. When I see the heartfelt empathy, respect, and sharing that the members of our roundtables give to each other, it reinforces why Stan and I decided to roll these groups out virtually. We've gotten people from different regions who would never be able to interact with folks from other areas, and they don't have to spend time traveling or the high dues that are charged by other groups. Not to mention the unduly lengthy meetings and extracurricular time commitments.
0: Hmm.
2: Well, it seems like I kind of did a lot of grievance airing. And I really, truthfully, in this time here, I don't think I've been given any solutions. But I will say, I feel a heck of a lot better getting it off my chest. And that has been a heavy load to carry all these centuries. So what can I do?
1: Well that's the best question of all today, Carl, and it shows you're moving in the right mindset that we hope for, namely, wanting to discover, just wanting to be open to discovery, and openness to insights from others. And although none of our listeners can match having a brother like yours, Chris, AK, Santa Claus. I can assure you we have some very prestigious listeners and members in our group. And all you need to do is sign up and you can attend three consecutive meetings of our roundtables, and then you can decide if that makes sense. those are insignificant in comparison to what the value creation is, even if it's just one issue that gets resolved, just one. And you'll certainly know the potential value long before the third meeting ends. And your investment is exactly $0, just 90 minutes, up to maybe three times, if you decide to attend all three meetings. So let me ask you a question, you and to the audience, is that worth the risk to you? And if you've listened thus far, you've had
3: demonstrated a sincere desire to learn Because although Carl Kringle is obviously a fictitious character, we all know that Santa is as real as we want him to be. We hope you'll take that openness to discovery and go to www.sbvirtualroundtables.com and request an invitation so you can see what a peer advisory group can do to help you make your dreams for your business come true. Big gifts. Often come in small packages, and this might be one of them. How else will you know until you open the box?
1: Well, thanks for taking this wild and crazy ride with us today, and special thanks to Carl Kringle, our buddy here, for the bravery and sharing his story in the hope it might be helpful to you. Where'd he go? (laughs) Carl, you there? (laughs) What what happened to him? (laughs) I guess he had enough of us. (laughs) Well, Lonnie, I sincerely thank you for spending your valuable time with us. And we invite you to share your war stories, ask questions, and even request an invitation to be a guest at our virtual roundtable meeting. Who knows? Maybe we'll even see Carl Kringle there, maybe even Chris, if you're lucky. And don't hesitate to send your feedback for Carl at info at sbvirtualroundtables.com. And with that, a mighty ho, ho, ho to all of you and have a great holiday. Happy holidays and have
3: a
0: great new year you've been listening to the small business wake-up call the podcast providing eye-opening insights and perhaps a caffeine high to better run your business delivered in stan simpkins and lonnie shamby's own unique style head on over to sbvirtualroundtables.com where you can connect with lonnie and stan subscribe to the show find more resources and check out their monthly 90 minute virtual roundtables thanks for listening to the small business wake-up call